Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, happy Friday, May 26th. It's Memorial Day weekend. I know I'm not supposed to say happy Memorial Day, but uh, it's a good weekend to remember the fallen as well uh, on this weekend. It's a good weekend to not drink Bud Light and not go to Target and root against the L.A. Dodgers. I think that's... uh, incumbent upon all of us this, this, is getting uh, on. this weekend the uh, first time in my life uh, at least the first time i can remember an effective boycott led by conservatives destroying the once great brands uh, bud light and target i cannot believe how well the uh, target boycott is going they've lost nine billion uh, with a b in one week and this shows no signs of slowing down this is good. I want to congratulate the women out there because I know the Bud Light boycott was us guys. We, the, the fellas took care of Bud Light and now the women are turning their backs on Target for trying to sell trans stuff to children, selling uh, bathing suits where you can, where you can tuck it and, uh, and other, and chest binders too. That's important. When you want to go to, when you need the chest binder, Target is the place to go. So they'll still be doing business to uh, young transgender individuals, but for the most part, people are just driving past Target and heading to Walmart. And that is a good thing. I'm going to enjoy that this weekend. I'm going to go out, I'm going to order a yingling and I'm going to watch as everybody else does the same. Nobody is drinking Bud Light. This is just glorious. There's uh, the media is trying to, uh, trying to pretend that it is uh, the violence, you know, of the right wingers uh, that has caused target to pull the display of all the uh, transgender garb. And uh, you know, it's those violent extremists uh, who just hate gay people. Um, but, but that's not it. I think it's good, good Americans, housewives who just don't want to uh, give their business to a company that celebrates transing children. Uh, we can get to the latest on that. I think we have some numbers here on just what what kind of damage we are doing to these brands. We got so much to get to on this Friday. We're here. I know lots of people, they're not here. They're in traffic. They're at the airport. They're starting their weekends early. But I don't know. I like Memorial Day weekend. I like the, the tributes to the fallen tributes to people who made the ultimate sacrifice. If you're in the DC area, I highly recommend going to Arlington national cemetery. It is the, it is one of the greatest places uh, you can visit. It's certainly uh, the best place in DC to visit. Although I think if you go there, you know, and you're a conservative that they'll be, uh, they'll be watching you. Merrick Garland will be surveilling the place looking for right wingers, people who have like Trump hats on or maybe American flags. <laughs> They'll be looking for people who are, uh, who paying their respects and uh, maybe, maybe they'll come knocking at your door. We got that too. We got the, uh, the latest January six sentences and the uh, oath keeper guy, Stuart Rhodes got 18 years. He did not enter the Capitol. He did not assault anybody. He didn't break anything. He got lectured by the judge. This judge made a, this radical on the bench of DC sentencing him to 18 years, which is mind boggling on the, we got good news on that too. Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, the Buffalo guy, the Viking man has been released. He is free to go. I think he got out a year early. Uh, I think it's largely due to the uh, videotapes that uh, Kevin McCarthy gave to Tucker Carlson. I got a question. What happened to them? Tucker Carlson showed some videotape one day of Jacob Chansley just walking through the Capitol building with Capitol Hill police. He promised more and we never saw them. 
Uh, nobody else has seen them. Nobody has shown them on Fox News or Newsmax or anywhere else. There's 40,000 hours. Tucker's team went through those tapes for, I forget what it was, six weeks. They showed, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes of the 40,000 hours. It had a big impact. All the, uh, you know, all the people on MSNBC and CNN and New York Times lost their minds. Tucker Carlson is uh, jeopardizing security at the Capitol. It was nonsense. The people on the left are enjoying the political persecution of the Jan Sixers. I watched this morning on MSNBC and they were going nuts because DeSantis and Trump have promised to uh, pardon some of the Jan Six defendants. You know, the nonviolent grandmothers taking selfies who are rotting in the D.C. jail. And they hate that. They were applauding an 18-year sentence for a guy who committed no violence, a guy who hurt nobody, who didn't enter the Capitol, who didn't have any weapons. They just hate him. They just hate the guy, and they want to put him away and never hear from him again. It is scary uh, what is going on with the Merrick Garland Justice Department, and there is no end to it. Oh, we got that too. We have the uh, whistleblower. He's a bad sign for Joe Biden. Not that he cares. We got Joe Biden's schedule today, too, which is just hilarious. We have a part-time president, which is understandable. He can't handle the job. He can't fulfill the duties. He's got a year and a half, more than a year and a half left. And it's just uh, gotten to the point where he's just kind of mailing it in. We have his schedule. Actually, I was kind of surprised that he shows that he's even at the White House today. Everyone's screaming because uh, we have these... uh, debt ceiling negotiations and he's ignoring them and heading to uh, heading to Camp David, but uh, not before he fulfills some really important duties at the White House. It's, uh, I guess they have to put out a schedule, but God, it's embarrassing. Do you have that schedule? Let's do this, uh, Ironhead. Do you have the schedule? It is funny. It is downright humorous. Joe Biden today rolls out of bed or rolls out of the old, uh, the, the, the bedroom, the Lincoln bedroom, wherever at nine 30, he has two events scheduled on this day. As a reminder, there's uh, how many days left? Five days left before the government shuts down and uh, the economy goes into a tailspin. The world economy uh, gets, uh, gets hit hard. If we, uh, uh, if we get past June 1st without an agreement, um, and uh, Russia announced that it is uh, delivering nukes to Belarus. They're bringing nuclear weapons to their ally, Belarus. Uh, the war is raging in Ukraine. The southern border is wide open. Cities are just rife with crime. And our president has two events, one with the LSU women's basketball team, by the way, They didn't invite Iowa. (laughs) They thought about it. But then Angel Reese said, no, that's not going to happen. That's racist. So they uh, disinvited Iowa. And uh, the first lady and the president will uh, have a photo op with the LSU women. And then, then, oh, not done. He's not ready for vacation yet. Then they're going to meet the Yukon men. Hold up a jersey. Joe Biden will wander off stage. They'll bring him back. And he'll pretend he knows, you know, what happened uh, with UConn in the NCAA tournament, and then off to Camp David for the weekend. <laughs> it's, I, I I'll never understand this. I always I always say one of the easiest things to do if you're president is just show up. It's a hard job. It's a grueling job. Uh, I wouldn't want it. I'm you know I I respect people who are who are running like DeSantis, who's got this beautiful young family who's kicking ass in Florida, but he has, he feels a uh, higher calling. So he wants to be president. And I'm just going to guess, I know Trump will put in more time, but I'm going to guess DeSantis will put more time and effort into the job than Joe Biden does. Joe Biden has spent 40% of his presidency on vacation, either at Camp David or in, uh, in Delaware at his massive uh, beach house, He's heading to Camp David this weekend. I assume Hunter's there because they got business to tend to. But uh, he'll be gone and everyone will be panicking about the debt ceiling crisis. Uh, If you weren't already convinced that uh, the Democrats just have no interest in cutting spending or cutting anything, we got uh, AOC 
addressing the debt ceiling crisis. And it could be the dumbest thing she's ever said. I mentioned that we get the whistleblower, bad side for Joe Biden. We get the IRS whistleblower sitting down with CBS. That Biden, I'm sure the Biden team, I'm sure KGP is looking at that and saying, wait, aren't you supposed to be on our side? You can't be talking to whistleblowers, but they are. And we got, uh, uh, we got, uh, let's see. Ooh, George Floyd autopsy came out. Good luck finding this, by the way. I was looking for some stories about this. We, we have the actual copy of the, the, the autopsy that says he suffered no injuries, <laughs> which, which is kind of what we suspected. And uh, another whistleblower, a friend of the show, sort of indirectly, uh, blows the whistle on the uh, illegal aliens who are destroying a beautiful upscale New York hotel. You're not going to believe this one. It's just wild. It's just wild what we do for illegal aliens. And at the same time, what we do for veterans, something wrong in this country, something very, very wrong on this Memorial day. We'll get to that and lots more on today's Callahan show. But first, if you suffer from daily pain, I need you to listen to this message very carefully. As we age, aches and pains are normal and we're all searching for an effective way to relieve pain and safety is more important than ever. Let's be frank. We've all seen the horrors of the opioid crisis. You may even have been affected by it personally. And that's where groundbreaking medical scientist comes in, Clint Winters. You may have seen this world-renowned health expert featured in the national media as he unveiled a natural pain reliever that is taking the world by storm. Yes, I'm talking about Conolidine, Kono CB2, the 100% drug-free way to get full-body pain relief without dangerous meds. As you read this, Kono CB2 has become the go-to pain reliever for hundreds of professional athletes, tens of thousands of seniors, and the pain reliever of choice for the UFC. Clint explains how canolidine is the only compound on earth that optimizes your body's natural painkillers called endorphins at any age. When taken daily, your body will get back to relieving pain like you were in your prime in no time. And the reviews have been incredible. Thousands of others just like you tried virtually everything and have not felt this great in years. Best of all, Kono CB2 does not make you feel the least bit groggy. You feel great, alert, and ready to take on the day. And the very best news, Kono CB2 has no documented side effects after years in private testing. So whatever you do, make sure to visit TryCB2. That's T-R-Y-C-B2.com and check out Clint's amazingly informative report on how canolidine is changing lives by providing safe and powerful relief at one-tenth the cost of pain pills. Visit TryCB2.com to access the only canolidine product in the world. I don't want to get to uh, what's going on in New York at the Rowe Hotel. I want to, I want to, I want to play for you a veteran, a combat veteran who is really struggling and can't find a doctor, can't, can't get the help he needs at the VA while we are just bending over backwards, giving everything and anything to the eagle, illegal aliens that Joe Biden has invited into this country. It's just, it's just heartbreaking. It's disturbing. It will, I hope it won't ruin your weekend, but I can't get it out of my mind. But, uh, couple other things. Um, oh, we get that. Uh, <clears throat> we get the college baseball announcer, which made me laugh out loud, but this made me laugh out loud too. Uh, as we know, as you know, there's a, there's a debt ceiling crisis. Uh, Joe Biden refused to negotiate for 97 days. Joe Biden is counting on one thing, the support of the mainstream media. It is a simple deal. Kevin McCarthy made a deal, uh, came to an agreement. He got a budget. He's got his side is all in. They want to cut some spending. That's all. They want to go back to pre-pandemic levels. Who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't think the, the, the U.S. government is spending too much money? After the last two years, when we watched Joe Biden spend, spend, spend trillions, driving up inflation, don't you think it's time to, I don't know, tap the brakes on that? Most people do. It takes real creativity for Democrats to make the case that we should continue to spend more money than we bring in, that we should continue to rack up the debt. But their leader, I would say, perhaps the most important, most influential Democrat in Congress, made the case yesterday from the House floor, and it could be, I'm just going to say the dumbest thing AOC has ever said 
I, I mean, I don't even know where to begin with this one, but do we have the cut of AOC explaining why we should continue to spend beyond our means, spend more than we bring in Iron Ed? Let's listen to AOC. But they are accusing Democrats of saying we spend too much. For anyone that wants to entertain that thought, I ask you to think about the last time a person said, has said in this country that the government does too much for them, that their social security check was too high, that teachers are paid too much. <laughs> when was the last time anyone has heard or seen that? She looks so good, though. <laughs> just let's just stop for a moment and examine how uh, utterly idiotic that logic is her argument is nobody has complained that the government spends doesn't spend what did she say that that spend that does too much (laughs) first of all people say that every minute of every day secondly so somebody on welfare or social security which by the way is not a entitlement it's it's someone you something you pay into and you deserve but so her argument is nobody complains that my welfare check is too big. So we should continue to spend more than we bring in. <laughs> that is her idea of an argument, a logical argument. God, I got friends that went to BU. You know what they tell people? They tell people they actually went to cooking school. They went to tractor trailer school. They're embarrassed. Every time she speaks, the value of a Boston University degree just drops precipitously. What a moron. We, nobody complains that they get paid too much so we should continue to spend. <laughs> Did she run that by her staff? No. That's the argument you get from Democrats. That, that and, and I, you know what? I think I'm encouraged by this because I think even dummies, even morons, even Biden voters are listening to this saying, really? We're going to continue to spend more than we bring in? Why? We just went through two, two and a half years of insane government spending. Let's rein that in, see what happens. Uh, of course, they're not cutting anything. They just slow the growth. That's all. Slow the growth. That's what they want to do. And you have people like AOC and Liz Warren and Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden and KJP saying it's not enough. Someone asked KJP uh, uh, two days ago, do you think Democrats uh, have a spending problem? And she said, nope. Just said, nope, <laughs> just so we spend more than we, we spend just insane amount, but, but that's okay. We're going to continue to do it. And if you don't agree to just keep spending more and more. And by the way, one of the big sticking points is Republicans want a work requirement for a handouts for, de- uh, for adults with no dependents. Let's run that up the flagpole. How many Americans support giving people welfare? whatever, foods that who don't work, who don't want to work, who don't have dependents, who aren't disabled, able-bodied adults should work for their money. Let's run that by the uh, American public. Something tells me they'll be on my side and not on AOC's side. But God, she's just so dumb. And she is the, uh, the voice, the heart, the soul, the, the leader of the Democrats as they attempt to... Uh, to stop this, to, to, to continue to spend, 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 and uh, drive up inflation and everything else. It's just crazy. But they'll all be gone. They'll all be leaving Washington. We won't have to even think about uh, about this issue for the next, what, it'll be three, four days? Good, good. All right, let's get to, uh, let's get to the uh, bad news for Joe Biden. And I'm telling you, we've talked about the IRS whistleblower, the other, uh, the, the other whistleblowers, who've come forward. God knows what we heard from those heroes in the FBI who've risked everything to tell the truth about the corruption in the Department of Justice, in the FBI. We now know that the FBI is, you know, thoroughly corrupt from Christopher Wray. All the, all, all the, the head of the, the FBI, they are there for one reason only to protect the Biden family. We know that. Here's the, here's the problem is, Generally, if you're a Democrat, and I say this all the time, you just think the media will cover for you. You think you can get away. That's that we're going to learn someday. Joe Biden might no longer be with us someday in my lifetime, you know, five years, 10 years from now, hopefully 
We can learn the extent of the corruption of the Biden family because he'll be out of office and the media will not be invested in protecting him anymore. Right now, they are, for the most part, protecting him. They know he's corrupt. They know there's no logical explanation for why his family, his grandchildren, were taking millions from the Chinese Communist Party. And that's just one country. That's just what uh, one bank. I believe we have 20 banks, something like that. Or maybe, uh, I forget the number, multiple banks, 10 banks, 12 banks that they're uh, looking into. We have 20 LLCs. We have encrypted messages between Biden's to hide their malfeasance. Uh, That's all going to come out once Joe Biden is no longer useful. If that comes out in the next year and a half, you know the, uh, the memo has gone out. We need to move on. This doddering old fool is, is hurting us. It's time to bring in Gavin Newsom or whoever, somebody else, somebody younger. Uh, I, I, Keep an eye out for that because this CBS report, it's, it's, I don't want to say irrefutable, but it is solid. This guy sounds, looks solid. And I think they're looking at it and saying, we can't hide this. And we can't cover up everything for this guy. When you see him, you know, if he appears on Fox or Newsmax or he's in the New York post, people just dismiss it. So yeah, let's just uh, run cover for Joe and see if we can get through it. CBS sits down with this guy and tell me he's not 100% believable, credible, talking about how they are uh, slow walking the Hunter Biden investigation. Let's be honest. Everybody knows Hunter Biden's guilty of a lot of things. First and foremost, tax fraud. Does anybody think with his 20 LLCs that Hunter Biden is paying taxes uh, on all the money he's taken in? from his schemes, his influence peddling schemes. Does anyone think Joe Biden pays his taxes? It's just a joke, but let's watch. Let's listen to this guy. Talk to CBS. This is the uh, IRS guy was at the IRS for years, respected uh, executive leader uh, at the IRS. Explain what they're doing to protect Hunter and Joe and the rest of the Biden family. Go ahead. When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it, you know, it was way outside the norm of what, what I've uh, experienced in the past. Gary Shapley is a supervisory special agent for the IRS, where he's worked for 14 years. In January 2020, he was assigned to what he calls a high-profile investigation. Who's the subject of the investigation? I can't con- confirm or deny the, the subject of this investigation. Why not? Because, you know, part of the tax secrecy laws don't allow it. Shapley can't say it, but CBS News has learned the investigation was the probe of Hunter Biden by the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware. Senior Biden administration officials have vowed to let it run its course without interference. It's not restricted in his investigation in any way. But CBS News has obtained this letter Shapley's lawyers sent to Congress Monday alleging irregularities in DOJ's handling of the investigation. Shapley is seeking legal protections from Congress so he can share specifics of his allegations. There was multiple steps that were or slow walked at the uh, direction of, of the Department of Justice. Had you ever encountered that before? I have not, no. These deviations from normal process, that, and, and each and every time it seemed to, to always benefit the subject. Shapley says he decided to blow the whistle after a heated meeting last October with federal prosecutors. It was my red line meeting. It just got to that point where that switch was uh, was turned on and I just couldn't silence my conscience anymore. Then, <laughs> obviously, he'll, they'll try to ruin his life. They'll obviously, I mean, he'll, he'll get fired. He'll have no pension. He'll, he'll not be able to make a living. That takes real guts to take on the DOJ, the IRS, or the, 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 the Biden administration. That takes real guts and uh, hopefully, thank you know. Hopefully, the uh, GOP in the House will uh, bring him before one of their committees and uh, and uh, look into these accusations. I just find it fascinating that uh, CBS has taken an interest. Not a good sign for Joe Biden. He must be sitting back. Uh, maybe he doesn't even know, but his uh, people around him must be going, "Wait, wait, they can't do that." 
If this is if that's an accusation against Donald Trump or the Trump family, every network, every newspaper, every website that leads with it for days, days and days, they're talking about the using the IRS uh, to protect Hunter Biden, an obvious criminal. At some point, they have to throw Hunter to the wolves. At some point, they're going to allow Hunter to get indicted, to get arrested. They'll they'll say it's, you know, his personal thing. It'll be, you know, he didn't pay taxes on this and he'll pay a fine and get probation. And they'll say, it's got nothing to do with Joe. I don't know when it's coming. Maybe they're afraid. Hunter will talk. Hunter will blow the whistle. God knows he's a loose cannon. But at this point, uh, the walls are closing. And I'm just going to say, CBS does it. Maybe this weekend, you know, maybe tonight. This is when they you you got you want to dump some bad news. Maybe tonight NBC and uh, ABC and CNN and New York Times will do it, and hopefully and hope no one will notice. But uh, not a good sign for Joe as he heads to uh, to the, not to the beach to Camp David. Camp David. I assume he'll spend the weekend huddling with Hunter, and they'll be figuring out exactly you know how they can use the federal government to crush this guy and anybody else who gets out of line, who speaks out of turn. But uh, all right, let's get to, uh, we got, we got to get to the latest on, on Trump and DeSantis and uh, uh, latest on the boycotts, which I'm enjoying the hell out of, you know, some uh, uh, Ironhead, when we started this six weeks ago, talking about Bud Light, mm-hmm. I mean, we were in day one and we, I was saying, I'll never drink it again. And I haven't, and I won't. But I didn't think it was going to go like this. I really didn't. I didn't think uh, they were going to lose. Let me get the number. Ten. Uh, last I checked, it was twenty billion market cap. Initially, their stock didn't take a hit, and people were saying, "Oh, that's because uh, because what they do." And we've talked about it plenty of times. The human rights campaign, uh, the George Soros-funded human rights campaign, gives them a grade. And if it's on how woke they are and that helps them with investors and all the big investors, all the black rocks and state street will continue to invest and, and their stock will not be affected. Even if people stop drinking it, well, it hasn't worked out that way. Their stock has taken a hit. Their bottom line has taken a huge hit and there's no end in sight. Like there's no point, even if they, I mean, obviously they've changed their tune and they're, Dis, disavowed Dylan Mulvaney and they've uh, they've uh, moved to the point where they're giving the beer away. As we talked about yesterday, you can get Bud Light now for what? Two bucks a case. <laughs> Freeze in some spots. <laughs> you know what? People are going to do it and they're going to like uh, put koozies on their cans and their bottles or they'll pull the labels off and they're going to say, Oh no, it's not a Bud Light. No, this is a yingling. It's, it's going to be tempting. And I understand. $2 a case of beer. That's tough. That's tough to pass up if you're, if you're, uh, you don't have a lot of cash, uh, but I'm all in. I will never ever touch the stuff again. I just didn't think it would get this big, this fast where nobody is drinking it, where nobody's ordering it, where they are literally giving it away. You can get Bud Light by the case for free in some places with a rebate and they they can apologize. And you know, come up with all these pro-American ads and honor the vets and put Clydesdales and American flags and flyovers in their commercials. It won't matter. People are enjoying it. They feel like they're having an effect. And that's so rare. You know, you feel like you're making a difference and that's something everybody enjoys. They're making a difference. They're making a statement. And uh, I don't think, you know, if they sell, if they sell big, like in uh, Martha's Vineyard, or Provincetown or, you know, on the Hamptons. I don't think that's going to make up for the people who used to consume lots of Bud Light. I've told you, I got a good friend. He, he drinks, you know, a dozen a day. <laughs> he, he used to. Uh, and he's been sending me, you know, pictures of different beers he's tried and he's trying, you know, different micro brews and IPAs and yinglings. He's never going back. And he's a, I mean, let's be honest, he's an alcoholic there's a lots of alcoholics out there who are taking their business elsewhere. And if you're a Bud Light, I don't know what you do. I really don't, but even better at this point, because I never thought this would work as I've explained every day, it's easy 
to change beer brands. It really is. Even if you love Bud Light, there's plenty of beers that, and it's, you know, there's plenty of light beers. If you're into, you know, watery light beers, there's plenty of choices this summer. When you go to a bar, when you go to the package store, to the grocery store, plenty of choices, pick something else. That's easy. It's not so easy to tar, uh, to boycott target. People like it. It's convenient. Prices are pretty good. And uh, lots of families go there. They buy their kids clothes there. They buy groceries, school supplies, they're bailing on Target, too. Last Wednesday, a day before the controversies from uh, OutKick, a day before the controversy erupted, Target's stock closed at 160 a share, giving them a market cap of $74 billion. As of Thursday morning, that'd be yesterday, the company was trading at 141 a share, bringing that number down to uh, $65 billion market cap, a 12% drop. That is $9 billion in one day, I mean, one week. And that's not even including the, the cost of people shopping elsewhere, of not buying their junk. Um, their, their CEO initially supported the idea of selling all this pride stuff, the tuck, the tuck it bathing suits, the chest binders. And he said, oh, it's good for business, it's good for whatever. Uh, I think he's changing his tune. This... Um, this has been disastrous and people, a lot of people, as you know, a lot of people online, a lot of, you know, uh, uh, reporters have gone into uh, target with their cameras, showing you the stuff. They can't deny it. They got little kids mannequins with the pride bathing suits and trans people are every, are people and trans is everything and on kids stuff. Kid that's, that's simple. Again, that's simple. Nothing complicated. You look at it and you say, Jesus, that is not, you know, that that's not a company I want to support. And they are getting devastated. This is glorious. I'm predicting right now, Ironhead, it ain't going to go well for the Dodgers either. Two week, uh, June 16th, the Dodgers have the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. They have a guy who mocks Jesus Christ on the cross, who mocks him and does a pole dance on the cross. Uh, they're going to bring him on the field on June 16 and honor him as a community hero. There's going to be real backlash. And this is, this is motive motivation. You get to see that you can have an effect. Look at Bud Light, look at target. Let's cripple the LA Dodgers. And uh, I'm not sure it'll be quite as clear cut. Like they won't be like a, an empty stadium, but there'll be a lot of people who are saying they are done with the Dodgers and done with baseball like me. Uh, and I look forward to that too. These are fun. I've never been part of a boycott, a successful boycott and this, and I'm enjoying this and it has got to be a serious shot across the bow of any corporation who's thinking of uh, hiring uh, Dylan Mulvaney or that freak in the uh, North face commercial. I still don't get that one, by the way. I, mean, I don't, I don't understand. You're selling outdoor stuff, hiking stuff, winter coats. And you bring on a guy dressed as a woman with a mustache to dance around and, and talk about, uh, you know, homosexuals, just bizarre decision. North face will get hit on this too. Although I assume, you know, they don't have quite the same target audience as Bud Light. But how can you look at that and say, I want to support these people? That is just whacked. The people aren't stupid. They look at that and say, I don't want any part of these people. They really don't want to, they do not want to support a company that thinks it's a good idea to put out a, to have a drag queen dancing around, inviting people to go on gay hikes. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with uh, Bud Light and the, what they're, what they have is even if people don't know about the Dylan Mulvaney thing, they associate Bud Light with gay now. And now it's like That's this true. whole thing. Even if you don't, right. Even if you don't weren't offended by Dylan Mulvaney. And when we initially talked about it, there was some people saying, Oh, it's all in good fun. That's the thing. Dylan Mulvaney, you could say it's all in good fun. And Dylan Mulvaney is weird, but I mean, you've, I'm, I'm sure you've hit on, uh, hit on, you know, women uglier than that. Right. In your day. Um, not with shoulders that broad. Can you imagine the guy in the North Face ad? Imagine seeing him in a bar. I don't care. 
how many Bud Lights you had. I don't care how many, you know, shots of tequila you had. That You'd go to the other side of the room. That guy is scary. Dylan Mulvaney is just little and cute and weird. That guy in the North Face, that is scary. And uh, somebody in North Face, the CEO of North Face, greenlit that and said, yeah, that's who we want representing our brand. It's just so bizarre. And um, it's taken, taken a while for this to, yeah. to, to happen, but it is on, man. It is on. They are, uh, NBC News has a story. I think it's just broke this morning uh, trying to explain. Uh, yes, NBC News headline, how major brands were forced into the conservative plan to target LBGTQ people. Yeah, target. <laughs> this is their response. This is the best part. The media is losing their minds. Obviously, they're all in on advancing the radical agenda of the trans movement. Uh, and they can't stand that this pushback. And they're trying to figure it out. This is NBC. They go through Target and uh, people, of course, they go with the lie that the employees are in danger because people are going in there and mocking this display. And they're talking about the backlash against Bud Light. Oh, and they include Ron DeSantis said he would, because he said he would never drink Bud Light again. Good for Ron DeSantis. That's smart. That's what most people, uh, you know, most Republicans, that's the way they feel. But they're saying they, they want to know why people are attacking the LBGTQ community. Yet another recent uproar centered on the L.A. Dodgers, which faced pressure from conservatives like Marco Rubio to disinvite the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, a decades-old LBGTQ nonprofit from the team's annual Pride Night. The team later reversed course and drew more criticism from conservatives. I mean, it's a long story. I'm sure in there somewhere they talk about the guy on the cross mocking Jesus or the nuns, mock, or the fake nuns mocking nuns and Catholicism. The Mary, they have a fake Mary mocking Mary. Uh, they don't mention that. They just say they're a nonprofit. They do lots of charity work. And then they talk about Disney and um, uh, DeSantis' battle against Disney. Um, it says LBGTQ people collectively represent roughly $900 billion in annual purchasing power. Uh-oh. Well, maybe they'll make up for it by drinking lots of Bud Light. But uh, the, the media matters, the left-wing uh, attack dog group, they, they're the biggest scumbags in the world. They just harass advertisers. That's what they do. They dare to advertise on conservative media outlets. They put all the blame on Matt Walsh, their spokesman, Ari Drennan, their program director is his title. I think it's a guy. He says, Walsh has been one of the most strident voices pushing this forward. Now they've been picked up kind of more broadly throughout the right-wing media from people following his lead. And he's been the person who's really pushing hard for this boycott tactic. And uh, Walsh tweeted out this morning, he takes all the credit and uh, it's all true. And it, there is no end in sight. And I find this glorious. I can't wait. I mean, great to like put Bud Light or Target out of business. Man, would that wake up the rest of the world? I'm going to guess there's some companies rethinking their strategy for Pride Month. You know, the Boston Red Sox, as we know, invited three drag queens, really raunchy, depraved guys on the field last year for Pride Month. I wonder if they'll be back this year. I wonder if they're taking note of this saying, we better be careful. See, like with the with the Bud Light thing, like I, I never really have and I still don't really care. Um Cause it's just like, whatever, like Michael Jordan said it best, uh, conservatives buy shoes too. So right. they're just trying to expand their business, this target one. And when people start involving kids, that's when I actually get furious because I don't just infuriate. leave them alone. And they, and they lie about it and say, it's not kids, but just go there. I mean, or, or go online. There's lots of people who are going in there with their iPhones and saying, look at this, uh, uh Benny Johnson from, he put out a uh, video yesterday. Where he just goes in and says, look, this is, or, or Alex Stein, <laughs> Alex Stein went into Target and tried on a tuck-friendly uh, bathing suit. It's hilarious. Alex Stein is insane. And he goes and he yes. tries it on. He comes out of the dressing room. You can get this video. It's funny as hell. He comes out of the dressing room and he's asking the Target employees how it looks on him. 
<laughs> it's a one piece tuck it for uh transgender, uh, whatever women guys pretending to be women. Uh, and they literally have chest binders to crush your boobs. I mean, and you could see they have onesies with the trans stuff and the flag onesies. How is that not grooming when you're trying to get adult, a grown up, uh, you know, mothers and fathers to buy onesies with the trans slogans on them? God, that is, it is, here's what we don't quite grasp. The pressure that these companies are under from the radical left, they're very powerful, as we know. They can destroy you. There's, there's, I mean, they're a very tiny minority, but they have outsized power. They are, they, they're the most protected, pampered, privileged group in the country. There's Alex <laughs> He's one of those guys I just look at and laugh. He goes in the Target puts on the tuck-friendly band suit. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be tucking so well. <laughs> I don't think it's working at all. <laughs> Here he is. He tries it on, then he goes up to the target. <laughs> ask what they think. Uh, it's a... Uh, you can only do so much, right? Okay, can we hear him? <laughs> yeah. Folks, we're at Target checking out their tuck-friendly pride collection. That's right, guys. Extra crotch coverage, tuck-friendly construction. Thank you, Target. <laughs> no, it is. This is the tucky one. That is, look. Tuck, oh. Tuck-friendly construction. Okay. Well, let's see how tuck-friendly it is. Okay, well, you can... Wow, it's so tuck-friendly. <laughs> it's nice. He's coming out of the dressing room. I love the tuck-friendly bands, he walks out of the store. And these boys are laughing. I mean, that, that's what it's for, right? It's for a guy who doesn't want his package to be obvious. What a weird thing to target to sell. Target? I know. I mean, shouldn't you have to go to some specialty store or some website if you want a tuck-friendly bathing suit? There it is, tuck-friendly. Extra coverage for your package. This is the best tuck construction I've ever seen. You see this? This is Target is so progressive. I love it. Thank you, Target. I just feel like I can run. I can exercise in this. Uh, here's the problem is they got the power, but we got the numbers. They got the power. They got George Soros. They have the federal government. They have the president all pushing this insanity. We got the numbers. There is, they, how many tuck friendly bathing suits do you think they've sold in the last week? I bought four myself. <laughs> I mean, maybe Alex Stein invested in one, but I can't imagine they're selling too many. I, we got lots to get to. I want to get to this story out of New York. It's just so disturbing. And, uh, and a veteran that will break your heart on this uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it's just, it's so disturbing. This country is so screwed up right now. I hate to say it on this. It's supposed to be, a, you know, oh, and we got, we got Trump too with this idiotic attack on, uh, on DeSantis. Just so stupid, but uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but first, all right, here's what you got to do this Father's Day. Go to MyPillow.com. Use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. MyPillow is made in the USA. comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on, and it's a great Father's Day gift. Get it now. Support this show and strike back against cancel culture. As you know, MyPillow isn't available in the big box stores, so you get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. And if uh, he's already got a pillow, he's a better idea. Half off slippers. They have the best slippers in the world. That's what I want for this Father's Day. MyPillow slippers. Just go to MyPillow.com. Use pro, promo code Jerry. Uh, let's do Trump, and then we'll get to this, uh, this poor veteran and the situation in New York. I'm going to tie it together on this Memorial Day weekend. But I, I had a sense uh, that Trump supporters, the real hardcore Trump supporters, and there are many. They're, they're, I'm, I'm hearing from them, hell. Every time I tweet something about uh, DeSantis, how I like, I prefer DeSantis for many reasons. I, I like Trump. I will vote for Trump if he's the nominee. But DeSantis is 32 years younger. 
DeSantis brings none of the baggage. DeSantis could take the office for eight years to Trump only four. Those are just a few of the reasons. I've gone over many of them, but here's what drew, last night I'm watching Rob Schmidt on Newsmax. He has Carrie Lake on. And she says that Ron DeSantis shouldn't be attacking Donald Trump. That's not right. He was a great president. And I go, what? I'm, I'm sorry. We, they should be attacking each other. They're running against each other. Donald Trump is the favorite. He's, he's winning in the polls. He's probably going to be the nominee. But the idea that his challengers shouldn't criticize him, particularly DeSantis, to review, the attacks on DeSantis began on election night, the night DeSantis was the bright, shining star for the GOP, winning Florida by 20 points. Trump started with the desanctimonies that night. That's when he lost me. That's six months of attacks on DeSantis. 15 million he spent attacking DeSantis, more than he spent helping his candidates in the midterms. That guy isn't supposed to be attacked by DeSantis? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I, I used to be a big Kerry Late fan. That is insane. I don't want to... That, that's just nuts. Of course he should attack Trump. Of course Trump should attack him. They're running against each other. But, and you have to call out, uh, I don't care if you prefer Trump. I understand. I mean, I understand. People want revenge. They want a reckoning. That is important. If that motivates them, that's cool. I get it. Oh, is this Carrie Lake? Let's listen to this, this stupid comment. I got a comment on what I just heard in that interview. It sounded like an interview between Ron DeSantis and Glenn Beck. Yeah. I don't think it's fair what he said there, especially coming from somebody who shut down beaches. I mean, anybody who takes a page out of Gavin Newsom's COVID playbook really can't speak about the leadership we got from President Donald Trump. Obviously, President Trump's such a huge leader. He's got the deep state. He's got the rhinos all shaking in their boots. And and I, I you know, I don't think it's smart for Governor DeSantis to take these shots at a great president like President Trump. I think he really needs to find a, a way to run just being positive and not taking shots at Trump or he oh, will God. never, ever, ever win another election in, in a bigger office because the, oh, uh, the MAGA movement won't go for that. Okay. You got to be kidding me, lady. You got to be kidding me. He's not supposed to criticize Trump. Trump, who has criticized him every day for six months, who's lied about him, by the way. We'll get to this. I mean, you really want the fight over COVID? The guy who handed the country to Fauci, that guy wants to fight over COVID. Okay. There's a thousand cuts clips of Trump praising DeSantis for handling COVID in Florida, which is why Trump lives in Florida, which is why lots of people move to Florida. All the restaurants in my neighborhood that closed down because Charlie Baker, our governor, uh, overreacted and, and pandered and, and shut down the city, all the gyms, all the small businesses, they would be alive and thriving if they were in Florida. That's the difference. Uh, DeSantis protected small businesses. People like Charlie Baker crushed small businesses. People like Cuomo crushed small businesses. Listen to what Donald Trump said yesterday. Could be the most ridiculous and stupid comment yet talking about Ron DeSantis. Go ahead, play it. When the Ron DeSantis facts come out, you will see that He's better than most Democrat governors, but very average at best compared to Republican governors who have done a fantastic job. How about the fact that he had the third most deaths of any state having to do with the China virus or COVID? Even Cuomo did better. He was number four. He shut down everything, including the beaches. Other Republican governors didn't do that. They kept it open. It was their choice. I gave them all their choice. The Democrats blew it big. A lot of Republican governors did a fantastic job. And look at it's, Disney and what a mess it is. Could have worked out an easy settlement, but no, he wanted to show the fake news how tough a guy he is. He's not. And the whole Disney thing is really very unfortunate. Now thousands and thousands of jobs are being stopped, and a lot of people are very upset about it. Oh, you got to be. So, so Donald Trump wants you to believe DeSantis was worse than Cuomo. 
Yes. Cuomo, who put people in nursing, you know, it's miraculous how few deaths were in Florida with all the old people and all the nursing homes. If you adjust the numbers to that, to the age demographic, DeSantis was heroic in Florida and we all know it. And you said it when it was going on, Donald, you know it. And by the way, the only time people shut down is when the federal government told them to, when Fauci and Walensky and the rest of those scoundrels told them to. Donald Trump handed the country to Fauci. Fauci, And you could say we didn't know it was a great unknown, and we didn't at the time. We didn't know what was going on. But we knew it the, the, to protect the most vulnerable, Cuomo put COVID positive patients in nursing homes, killed thousands, tens of thousands of New Yorkers, elderly New Yorkers, uh, um, DeSantis did no such thing. Close the beaches. We were not that dumb. We remember what happened. DeSantis was one of the few that kept his state open and alive and thriving. That's why people move there. But, uh, but you're not allowed to say that. Ron DeSantis is supposed to run a campaign against Trump without criticizing Trump, according to Kerry Lake. God, that's stupid. I, I don't know why. All right, I want to get to this. We got to get to this. It is Memorial Day. I want to talk about this. Two things. Um, let me do Shay. Let me try to calm down, and then we'll do this before we head off on our Memorial Day weekend. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right. If you missed it, there's another whistleblower. We got whistleblowers coming out left and right. This guy worked at a hotel in New York, a row hotel. That would be a really nice hotel. I live near a row hotel in outside of Boston. And it's one of the best hotels in the country. These are high end hotels. It is full of illegal aliens. That's again, they were, uh, that's where Eric Adams decided to put them. Uh, Joe Biden let them in obviously for to, to, the plan of destroying the country of, of bringing in future Democrats and, you know, to, to the public safety be damned. This guy you're looking at uh, is a, uh, he was working security at a hotel and he quit or he got fired. He's a friend of uh, Mike Montante, by the way. Well, don't hold that against him. <laughs> and he wants to tell he tell the story of what really happened. What's really happening in this hotel? You know, full of illegal aliens. I can't even imagine how you even recover from that if you're the Roe Hotel. How do you even clean up literally, figuratively, when, uh, when you get them out of there, but this is what we're doing. We're bringing in illegal aliens. We are, uh, his name is Carlos Arellano. We're bringing in illegal aliens. Um, 5,000 of them have lived in this hotel. He's, he talks about the damage they're doing, the drugs, the drinking, the, the, the parties all on our dime. They're, they're not only are they not paying, we're giving them money. <laughs> we're giving them phones. We're giving them bus tickets, plane tickets. The, 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 the level to which we're bending over backwards to accommodate people who came here illegally is mind boggling. But let's listen to this guy. I was a side administrator at the Rowe Hotel. So in the hotel, we have close to 5,000 migrants. Anything involving this hotel, I was helping run it. Everything ranging from doctor's visits to medication is paid for for the migrants. 
anything you can possibly think of, it's being given to them. Car seats, cribs for newborns. Uh, there's, Jesus. I want to say, at least two to three babies a week being born at this hotel. The migrants being in those hotels have destroyed them. There's a lot of alcohol in these rooms. Housekeeping is there all week. And they'll clean it, and by the end of the night, it's, it's, there's kids getting drunk together. There's people hooking up with each other. There's multiple guns in these rooms as well. The alarming thing is that this hotel is meant to be a family hotel. You were actually showing me some text messages between a social worker about a drunk 10-year-old in this hotel. Can you talk to us about what happened there? Yeah, it was a drunk 10-year-old who was caught with a 14 and a 12-year-old, and all three of them were intoxicated. And when we looked them up in the system, the parents had checked out two days ago. So the parents just left them there? Yeah, the parents will leave the kids unattended in the hotel. We heard a security guard start yelling, uh, there's a gun on site, there's a gun on site. It was probably an upset person that we had kicked out of the hotel. I myself had been assaulted. I've seen other people get assaulted. I've had threats saying, you know, we'll be waiting for you guys outside. There's been times where staff has had to be, you know, escorted to their cars, to their to their trains. Because the migrants are threatening them. Yeah. Often at times there was migrants causing chaos with, with shoplifting. The one instant where I showed you that video, uh, aside from being caught shoplifting, they started getting physical and... Uh, a lot of uh, he's got village. he's got video. He's got photographs. It's disgusting. Can you imagine being one of the maids, one of the house, the clean cleaning ladies in this place? It's trashed. And this is a high end hotel that's housing five thousand, and that's not even as many. That that's less than fewer than come over the border every day. And as long as Biden is in office, and we got another year and a half, it's going to keep coming. They're going to keep coming. This is just going to be one of many. I, I know we got to go, Ironhead, but I want to play this. It is, I, I watched this video a week ago, and I can't stop thinking about it. It is so disturbing. I hate to do this, but it is Memorial Day, and it's disgusting the way we treat some of our veterans. You just heard the way we treat illegal aliens. Car seats, baby formula, food, medical visits. They get doctor's visits in this high-end hotel they're staying in. This was posted, I believe, uh, I don't know, a week ago. And uh, I don't know the guy's name. He just looks like a guy, a regular guy, an army, um, a combat veteran uh, from a veteran who needs help, who's struggling badly. And he explains how he can't get help. He's uh, about what you'd expect to be just listening. He's, you know, looks like he's in great shape. He's got a Bass Pro Shops hat on. He's got a beard. He's sitting in his truck. And he's talking about the daily struggle of what he's going through, what he remembers, the, just the horrors that he lived through, and how he just can't get help. This is how we treat veterans on this Memorial Day. And again, he doesn't get daily doctor visits. I don't think he's getting food and medical and baby car seats delivered to his home. He just wants a doctor that he can get rely on. One doctor, that's all. And he can't do it. Let's watch. Government failed this veteran, and he didn't expect that. Seven times, seven times over the course of the last six years, dude, the VA has continued to let me down. I just want some continuity of care with mental health providers. These doctors keep quitting, they keep switching. And then the one doctor that I really liked, who talked me off a ledge the last time, I refused. I had a split because they fell out of network and then they came back into network. So I went the last two years dealing with my own demons myself and trying to hold it together. And then come to find out it's, it's like May, May, it's like late May. And he denied, he denied taking my case back April 12th. And I'm just finding out, dude. And now I gotta go back to some new doctor 
and then I gotta open Pandora's box again because we're gonna want to know everything and then I'm gonna have to live through working through that for a month. I just want to, I just want some continuity and care, dude. I'm fucking so tired of it. I just want to be able to talk to the same person and have the same individual manage my goddamn meds. I've been off my, off all my medications for fucking two years. I've been doing it on my own, man. I'm just fucking white knuckled. I'm gripping. Jesus, I'm just so tired of it. <laughs> it's not a lot to ask. I just want to be able to talk to the same person and not continue to have to retell these fucking stories that torment me. <laughs> I, I fucking get it now. I really do. I just want some continuity of fucking care. Uh, that guy can't get a doctor to speak to the same doctor. He can't get someone to manage his meds. But in the row house, in a high-end hotel in New York, they're having medical visits, doctors' visits, food, booze, <laughs> you name it, <laughs> room service, something is seriously wrong in this country. That That is just, I, I'm telling you, I watched it a week ago, just flip out, you know, just browsing, and there he was, and I watched it. I couldn't stop thinking about this poor bastard. Imagine what he went through. I mean, I, we see these commercials, these wounded warriors and tunnels for towers. We see these poor bastards who gave so much, gave their legs and arms and eyeballs. And this guy who's seen so much in service of the country and he can't even get one doctor, can't even get continuity. It's all he wants, a little continuity. Well, on this Memorial Day weekend, I realized, you know, he's still with us, but, uh, you know, 22, 23 veterans kill themselves every day. Maybe, uh, maybe we should uh, do a little more for them. Maybe we should try to get them some continuity. Gee, uh, you think we could do that in our new, uh, you know, whatever, $4.8 trillion budget? I know. Why don't we shut the border and kick these, these, these illegals out of the hotel? Let this guy stay in the row hotel, give him room service and medical visits. Problem solved. Just, it's just so disturbing. And I hate to do that on a Friday as we uh, wrap this up. But think of that guy. I mean, again, he's still with us. Who knows for how long? Think of that guy when you, uh, when you want to know what Memorial Day is all about. We give him one day. We give our, vet uh, our fallen veterans one day. Uh, we give our LBGTQ friends a month. And that's coming. But for now, we have one day. So let's remember them. And let's, let's do right by this guy, for Christ's sake. That is so sad. That is just heartbreaking watching these ingrates destroy a nice hotel while this guy just wants a doctor to talk to. He doesn't want a different person every time. He doesn't want to be kicked out of network. I think he's given enough. I don't even know what branch he was in. I don't know how long he served, but I'm going to guess he's given enough and he's seen too much. When are we going to care as much about him as we care about criminals invading our country? Just insane. It's just so wrong. But, I will leave you on that happy note, Ironhead. We'll leave you on that. Yeah. What a Do way to go money? into Friday. <laughs> Win any money on the Celtics last night? No. God, no. You should have. That was the easiest one. Of, that was uh, that was a blowout from start to finish. Uh, you knew it was going to happen. I, I didn't bet the uh, the game, the money line at all. I, just... uh, I, was, I was disappointed. I wanted a close game. I like close games. Tomorrow is tomorrow. Yes. I love it. Game six on the road. The Heat are playing for their lives. If they blow this one, they blow the series. They go down in history. Game seven will be another blowout in Boston. Game six is what it's all about. This is huge. And the bottom line is I've been saying for a week is the Celtics are just better. They fell down 3-0 because they quit because they didn't show any heart. Once they woke up and started trying, they showed they're a much better team. So they're the favorite right now. They're down 3-2 and they're the favorite in the series for good reason. Because if they win tomorrow, it is over. History will be made on uh, whatever it'll be Monday. And then they'll go to the finals and get their ass kicked by Denver. But <laughs> I'm looking forward. It's a fun, it's a, it's, it's dramatic and it's uh, fun to watch teams under great pressure. The pressure's on the heat now. And uh, they got, I don't think they have enough big, big time players. They got Jimmy Butler, but they don't have enough guys who are, who've been under the gun like this. So I like the Celtics' chances to advance, and uh, 
But uh, that will do it for today and for this week. Um, enjoy the weekend. Uh, think of that guy. Think of that veteran. Think of him. Don't think of those bums in the row hotel. Uh, but uh, that'll do it. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again Tuesday morning. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.